Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode of the podcast... I wanted to talk about why are house prices so expensive. So over the past 12 to 15 months, since the pandemic started, house prices have seemed to go up and up and up. But why? Now many people feel that it's because of the stamp duty holiday. But is that really the only thing that's causing the house price rise? What else is affecting the market? So stay tuned because in this episode of the podcast... I'm going to go into lots of different reasons as to why that property market is going up and up and up. Number one is the stamp duty holiday, obviously. So Boris Johnson and the government announced in the middle of the pandemic a stamp duty holiday for uh, where um, buyers, so family home buyers, would not have to pay any stamp duty on property purchases up until the end of March 2021. Now that stamp duty holiday has been extended until the end of June 2021 for house prices up to 500 grand and extended till the end of September 2021 for house prices up to 250 grand. So this has um, fueled the market a little bit, absolutely. It was brought in to try and get the economy moving by the government. But in a way, it was actually throwing fuel on an already burning fire. The property market didn't need fuel on the fire. It was already moving. There was a number of other reasons why it was moving. The stamp duty holiday was just one. And by the way, when you're looking at stamp duty holiday, investors, they still have to pay the additional 3%. So as a property investor, if you're buying a property, there's an additional 3% stamp duty that you must pay on any property purchase over £40,000. Under £40,000, there's no stamp duty to be paid. Over £40,000, there is. And that goes up in increments once you hit the £125,000 and levels above that. So to find out what exactly your stamp duty holiday rates are, then always check on the HMRC website and just look for stamp duty payments. Now, as I said, that's just one of the reasons for the fueling property market. So what are the others? Well, let's go through a few in detail. Number two is 0.1% interest rates. Now, Bank of England base rates have dropped to 0.1% during the pandemic. But what this really means for savers is that you're getting pretty much 0% interest. You're not getting any income on your money if you're a saver and you've got that money sitting in your bank account. And during the pandemic, people haven't been able to spend money. Many people have been saving up money. There's a lot more money in people's bank accounts than there's ever been before. That money is available to invest. And a lot of people have been taking their money, um, extra money they've saved during the pandemic and money they've been saving all their lives. And they've looked at it and thought, This money is sitting in my bank account. I've been hoping for higher interest rates. They started to move up from 0.25% to 0.75. And now they've gone straight back down to the lowest they've ever been in history, 0.1%. I'm fed up of trying to save to get ahead. I'm going to put my money into property, into an asset class 
to protect that money. Now, people's choices are typically one of three. Used to be really one of two. So property or the stock market. Now it's property or the stock market or cryptocurrency. Now, for any crypto listeners out there, some people have done pretty well on crypto over the last year. However, the market is volatile. As we speak, the cryptocurrency market this week in the last seven days has had a trillion, one trillion pounds wiped out of the market in seven days. Now, the government in the UK for the whole of the pandemic to manage the pandemic printed one trillion pounds. So the whole of the pandemic, the printing of money by the government, a trillion pounds, the same amount was wiped out of the cryptocurrency markets in just seven days. That is volatile. So anyone is looking at things to invest in that's safe, then the cryptocurrency market, it is the wild west. You've got the stock market, but again, which companies do you invest in? Which ones are stable? Which ones are going to survive and, and, be, and thrive through this period of time? What's the safest asset class? There's nothing as safe as bricks and mortar. So many people have been moving their savings into property. Now they're moving it into property to not just get away from the 0.1% interest rates, but on the opposite side of 0.1% interest rates is the rise in inflation. So inflation, the typical government target over the last few years has been to have inflation running at about 2%. However, because of the pandemic, inflation has increased and it's anywhere from 3 to 5%. And the thing is, we're not going to know exactly where it is for maybe a year, 18 months. And there's different metrics for, for measuring that inflation. But if you were to really give it a guess, it's 4, 4.5%, 5% right now, which even if it was only at 3% is still a major problem when interest rates are 0.1. Why? Well, if you took a hundred grand and you leave it sitting in your bank account, that hundred grand earning 0.1% interest will give you pretty much nothing in a 12-month period. Now, if inflation is running at 3%, that hundred grand in 12 months time will have been burned by 3% because inflation will have eroded your money meaning your money is only worth 97 grand. If inflation is 5%, then your money in 12 months time, the buying power with the same 100 grand will only be 95 grand. You see, inflation, it erodes your money. It burns your money. But if you move your money into property and inflation is 5%, number one is you're protecting your 100 grand from inflation. But number two is, Inflation is increasing the value of the property. And a lot of people say, oh, property investors increase the value of properties. But actually, the reality is it's inflation. You see, cheese is more expensive. Milk is more expensive. Diesel is more expensive. Petrol is more expensive. It's got nothing to do with property investing. It's got everything to do with economics. So many people have realized that their money needs to be put into something to be hedged against inflation, to protect it against inflation. And property is that safe asset class. So it's not just the stamp duty holiday that's causing the rise in the market. It's also the 0.1% interest rates and the 3 to 5% inflation that's forcing people into the markets. As well as that, we've got an influx of foreign money coming into the UK. Why? 
Well, there's a lot of countries throughout the, the Europe, throughout the whole of the world right now, that have got interest rates that are either zero or negative. Negative interest rates. There's countries like Denmark, like Switzerland, these are running a negative interest rates. What does that mean? Well, if you've got your money sitting in a bank account as a saver, you're actually paying that bank to hold your money. And there's a lot of fear in the UK that the UK um, Bank of the Bank of England base rate could drop to either zero or could go negative. And if it was to go negative, then that is going to mean you are paying to have your money held by a bank. And a lot of people are getting their money out and into property to avoid that oncoming train. But then let's look a little bit further afield from Europe, from countries like Denmark, countries like Switzerland, from negative interest rates. Let's look at some of the other government policies and government announcements. So Boris Johnson announced the um, changes to permitted development rights in the UK. So a lot of commercial buildings, they're sitting empty, lying idle, probably never reopen again as shops close down, as Amazon and COVID de decimate the high street. And Boris Johnson needs to get the government and the government need to get housing built in the UK. There's a shortage of around 300,000 houses per year. And the pandemic didn't help when building sites were slowed down and stopped. There's a huge need for accommodation. The population of the country is rising and we're living on a small island. So rather than going into green belt land, the government have looked at trying to take old empty commercial units back into use and they've eased the permitted development rights around being able to take commercial buildings and convert them into residential. So a lot of money's been pumped into the markets, buying up commercial buildings, transferring them into residential buildings, and that's increasing the values of property as well. But not only that, there's a, other government announcements like what's happened in Hong Kong. So if you've been watching the news, you might not even have linked this together. But China... The ruling of, uh, of Chinese rule over Hong Kong has changed dramatically over the past sort of year to three years. And a lot of um, former uh, British colony residents in Hong Kong, people who used to come under British rule, then three million people. Boris Johnson said he would issue three million indefinite leave to remain visas to Hong Kong nationals who are currently resident in Hong Kong but may want to move to the UK to avoid these new laws and new um, rulings that have been brought into place in Hong Kong by the Chinese government. Now, what does this mean? Well, three million people are not necessarily going to move to the UK, but a few hundred thousand definitely will. Now, these people need housing, but they're also buying property here and they've got cash to spend. Now, that's a few hundred thousand out of three million that are physically moving here. But what about all the Hong Kong nationals that are moving their money here? So there's a huge influx of foreign money into the UK that is also fueling that property market. Now, the government have tried to slow that down a little bit in, as of the 1st of April 2021 by introducing an additional 2% stamp duty surcharge for any foreign national buying property within the UK. So that means that a foreign person has to pay an additional 2% on top of whatever UK has to pay. And if that means a foreign investor, they're not just paying the 3% surcharge, they're paying 5% surcharge. Now, I mentioned earlier in the podcast about how there was a lot more money in people's personal bank accounts. 
But also, I read a report recently that there's more money in UK company bank accounts than there has ever been at any point in history. Why? Well, the bounce back loans, the Sybils loans, the deferred VAT bills, all of these additional costs, additional money people have taken out at low interest rates because companies could borrow money, get get grants, um, any sort of shops, pubs, restaurants that have been closed down could qualify for grant money. Now, they're not paying staff. The staff are on furlough. This money is sitting there. And I know if you're watching this and listening to this and you're a company, many companies have struggled through the last few months, but many companies have benefited. Maybe you're one of the companies that have struggled. And I'm really sorry if you have, um, but uh, you will see in the news that a lot of companies out there, they've actually benefited from this period of time. Now, when I say they've benefited, they've benefited from having more money available in their bank accounts. They still have to pay that money back. So that money is owed back. But right now, it's sitting in their bank accounts and they need to get it working. They need to get it making money for them. And while their businesses are shut down, they're looking to try and get that money out there working and they're moving it into property. And that's another reason why the property market has been fueled at the moment. The final reason we're looking at why there's a big increase in prices right now is that people are wanting that better work-life balance. When the country went into lockdown, people realised, a lot of people, that they they didn't want to be stuck on tubes and stuck on the train every single day and living, going home to a one-bedroom apartment in a sky-rise building or going home to the concrete jungle. And they wanted that better work-life balance. A lot more people are looking for bigger properties where they've got room to work from home. A lot of people are looking for the, the bigger property with a garden where their kids can play outside or where they can see some greenery or outside sunshine from their um, from the, when they get home from their working life. So uh, this has increased the prices of property as well. This is pushing up the demand for people to have property. And one other reason is a lot of people are not putting their properties on the market for sale, which means it comes down to the fundamentals of supply and demand. You walk into an estate agency and they don't have the stock available for sale. And it's not because everything's been bought up. It's because people are not putting their properties on the market for sale. Why? Well, if you were looking to sell a property right now and you didn't really need to, would you go to an estate agent and put your property up for sale and then have 20, 30 plus 40 maybe even people, total strangers, walking into your property, touching the furniture, touching the walls, potentially bringing COVID into your home? It's too risky. So a lot of people have sat on their properties and not put them on the market for sale. So from one end of the market, you've got all these people who maybe are thinking about selling, but they're holding off yet until they're sure that they're safe to have total strangers visiting their property. And on the other half of the market, you've got loads more people wanting to buy. It comes down to the fundamentals of supply and demand, less housing stock available for sale and more people than ever wanting to buy that stock and it forces the values up. That's why it's expensive. But will it always be like this? Will it continue like this? I think we're beginning to see, for a property investor point of view, the light at the end of the tunnel. What do I mean by that? I mean a slowing of the market. You can see it already out there in certain parts of the country. More people are getting comfortable as we get into the nicer weather in the summer, more comfort about putting their property up for sale, A lot of the people who are trying to move money out of their bank accounts into property have already done so. A lot of the foreign money has been coming to the country already. 
A lot of the foreign money has been slowed down by the additional 2% stamp duty introduced by the government for foreign purchasers. The bounce back loans, the Sybils loans, all of that um, deferred VAT bills, they're all starting to be paid back now. So that means that people are more conscious of having to pay that money back than they were of having it sitting there with no real timeline on paying it back. So there's a bit of a slowing happening in the market, a lot more opportunity out there right now. Is this a good time to start looking at property and get into property? Absolutely. Because even in a rising market, there's opportunity. Professional property investors, they make their money whether the market's going up, down or sideways. You see, we're not buying a property at market value and hoping that it goes up in value. What we're doing is we're buying value. We're buying property that you can add value to. You're buying that commercial building that you can convert into residential. You're buying the average house on the average street that you can make a good house. You're buying the worst house on the average street that you can make a good house. What you're not doing is you're not buying the worst house on the worst street. You've got to buy value. Properties where you can get a good deal on when you buy. And the good deal when you buy does not necessarily mean buying it below the asking price. The good deal when you buy means you're buying something where you can force that value up, where you can add value to that property and you can make your money. When you buy it by knowing that there's potential to add value, you make your money while you own it from the rental income and you make your money when you either sell that property once the works are done or you refinance it once the works are done to recycle your cash and rinse it and repeat it. So there are some of the reasons why I feel that there's a, a little bit of a boom in the property market happening for the last few months and my thoughts on the slowing down of that boom. I hope you found that helpful. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. We're out every single week. Make sure you've subscribed. Make sure you listen out for the episodes as they come out. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been absolutely awesome. I'll see you next time. Everybody.